Welcome. This is Jamie. And this is Donna. And this is episode number 158 of the Circus 71 podcast for the week of April 18th, 2023. Happy International Jugglers Day. Jamie, did you happen to look at the name that joined your recording? Um, what ridiculous thing will you... That's all I can say. Spew today. Happy International Jugglers Day. Okay. Coming up on today's show, Disney 100 character costumes debut. Capture your moment is expanding to Fantasyland. 2023 Epcot International Food and Wine Festival has an opening date. And in our main segment, Donna wishes me a very happy birthday. This is the Circus 71 Podcast. All right, Donna. Housekeeping. Interesting story to kick things off. This past Saturday, April the 15th, the 1 p.m. virtual queue allotment for Tron Light Cycle Run at the Magic Kingdom did not fill up for a record of 93 minutes, marking the first time guests that were eligible to park up after 2 p.m. have ever had enough time to secure a spot. So, fun fact, we were at Magic Kingdom on Saturday, and we did, at 1 p.m., get a spot in the virtual queue for Tron. Our return was, Andrew, not that much later. It was probably two-thirds. It was pretty quick, Jamie. It was probably only about an hour and a half after the 1 o'clock drop. We did get at one of the higher boarding groups um, given out at that drop time. But when we went over to ride it, we were at um, Magic Kingdom with my family, um, the uh, the wait, we asked the cast member, like, hey, about how long is the wait? She said it was well over an hour. That's interesting, because I, I don't know what to make of that. Like, I can usually kind of big picture it, so to speak. You have an hour wait, but a huge dem- or, or lack of demand almost, because at 1 p.m., like, it was still open 93 minutes later. Like, this ride is weeks old officially to me there's there's two big pieces there piece number one is they're calling way more groups like not that's not the right way to say it more groups are available for booking during any given time not booking for riding during any given time slot for tron than there ever are on guard on guardians there's like 11 or 12 groups in the number span so a poo ton of people at any given time can be descending upon tron depending on when you're going within you know, your, your number slot. The other thing to me that's kind of annoying is I don't, I don't personally see why they should have an hour plus wait in that line when they're doing virtual queue. That line needs to be built that way for when the virtual queue is no more, when it's just all standby. I don't think me personally, Donna Giacomo speaking, that a virtual queue should be anything more than like 30 minutes in that line because they're simply calling too many groups at that point. Once you hit a certain length line, you pause to calling new groups until you get caught back up. Yeah, I, 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 I'm trying to figure it out from a, a ride capacity situation. I don't know what the... the theoretical capacity is for Tron. So I don't know if it uh, is more efficient or, or less efficient than a Guardians, for example. Um, you know, but it's it's closer to uh, orange and orange comparing orange to orange or apples to apples as opposed to comparing Tron to like Remy, you know, just Fair. because that had a virtual queue. Like, it's essentially the same ride system. Obviously, one is much longer, um, but I, I would love to know what the, the theoretical is for Tron, because I don't know that. I don't know if that plays into it at all, but it just seems like, I, especially because this past weekend, as you and I talked about off podcast, was super, super busy. Mm-hmm. How is it still available for 93 minutes up until, you know, I mean, where people were, who are park hopping could have gotten a virtual queue? I mean... It's pretty surprising. Jamie, I don't know if this data would even be available anywhere, but it's real. it'd be really interesting to me to know how long the Guardians 1pm drop was available for the same day. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know anybody that kind of publishes that because it's such a daily kind of occurrence. But yeah, that's no, really, it happens every day. It's a daily yeah. occurrence. I never would have guessed. Well, you know, nevertheless, I, I don't know what to make of this. I, I don't think it's a an alarmist view of, oh, Tron's not super popular. I don't want to go and push that button because I think that's way too extreme. Would Do you tend to agree? Or I agree. I think it might have been a one-off day. Yeah. All right. Next up is a very cute story. 100 years in the making. Yes, sir. So, Disney 100 character costumes debuted at Walt Disney World. Several characters, and you guys know Jamie and I get so dorked out over character costumes, um, debuted in Disney 100 costumes alongside the newly revamped character caravan. Um, so, this particularly, these pictures, rather, were taken over at Yacht Club. Donald Duck is wearing the cutest little Donald Duck bow tie with a blue jacket and, like, a light blue... Um, vest uh jamie you're probably gonna laugh when i say this but donald's colors the color specifically that he's wearing that light blue of the middle part of the vest and the dark blue are the colors that my bridesmaids wore at my wedding the light and the bright and the the dark you said yes so my matron of honor wore the dark blue with a light blue sash and the bridesmaids wore light blue with a dark blue sash oh cool so when I saw that costume, I was like, <laughs> uh, so it just kind of cracked me up there. Um, Goofy's got um, a nice goofy looking uh, outfit, nice uh, blue pants with a gray, like silver pinstripe. And then his, his jacket's a little busy for me. It's got almost like fireworks almost, almost on it. Janie, would you, would you describe them the same way? Yeah. Or suns. Sunburst something. Yeah. Um, Pluto's collar looks like it might be different. It's a little bit hard to tell. Um, and let's see, I'm still scrolling. Uh, it's cool. The caravan did return. That was kind of neat that, um, it's covered in 100 anniversary wrap. Um, and it comes around, um, during the, uh, the world's most magical celebration, I suppose. They should have just made it like one of those digital billboards. Yeah, see it like Vegas, and then they could change it out, and then you know, dr- uh, drive over to Star Cruiser when they have to do a pickup. I think <laughs> that would have been a good idea. But I, I gotta say, of those three that we kind of covered, I, I think I-, I don't mind the sunburst. I think Goofy's a little too silver up top, though. I, I think he needs a more splash of color. Um, I like the jacket, I think, better than than Donald, but I, I think they're all cute. I, I think they're well done. Yeah, I mean, again, well, for me, I don't think, Jamie, anything personally will top the costumes that Mickey and Minnie wore for their birth- birthday celebration. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They were v- very well done. Did I tell you we saw an adorable little girl in the park well after the characters were done wearing those costumes? So I don't know if she was, you know, mom was like, I made this thing for you or I bought this thing for you. You're wearing it. But she was wearing like a little kid version of that dress. It was the freaking cutest thing. Oh, that is cute. Could you imagine like walking around with like poof balls in your dress? No, I mean, I know you probably could. Well, I mean, I could. I have the legs for it, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't have any good segues today. Yeah. Um, Garden Grill breakfast menu and pricing has been announced. I think, Donna, we announced this last week in housekeeping that Garden Grill breakfast was coming back. Um, This, just as a reminder, is June the 14th. Um, $42 per adult plus tax and tip and $27 per uh, child ages 3 to 9 plus tax and gratuity once again. The Chippendale Harvest Feast includes cinnamon breakfast loast. Loast. I don't know what a loast is. Maybe it's French. Loaf. Scrambled eggs. Smoked bacon. Mickey-shaped waffles. Of course, seasonal fruit. Cheesy potato casserole. And grilled flank steak with ranchero sauce. Jamie, I can't even focus on your darn story because I just opened the link for my next one and I'm going to have nightmares again. I literally cannot focus on what you were talking about because of what just invaded my eye space. I bleh, continue. All right, well, tell Andrew to put his shirt on and, you know, we'll we'll continue. Oh. Um, 
Garden Grill is a fan favorite, slow spinning restaurant located in the Land Pavilion um, at Epcot. I don't think I've ever done the breakfast, Donna. Have you? Have not considered it uh, when it was part of the candlelight package, mm. but ended up going with Alan Compass instead. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think we'll do this anytime soon, but it's kind of it's kind of your standard breakfast, although I do like the family style. I mean, you could basically get the same thing here, Whispering Canyon, like there's a lot right. of options for it. So honestly, the Whispering Canyon for my money, breakfast skillet that you can get when you know one person at your table orders a breakfast skillet, you know, obviously it would have to be like more towards brunch time, 11, 11:30, and someone else orders, you know, the the barbecue one, you're eating off of each other's and you can have Tons of different types of food, all for the you know the one all you can eat price. Hmm. That's a good hack. Social fatties. <laughs> what was that? Wait, hold on, hold on. We have to. We definitely have to share this with our listeners. What was that um, thing I sent you the other day? It was an image that said something about cars. Oh gosh, what was it? What was it, Jamie? I'm looking. I'm scrolling. Car. Come on, this was yes. It said if you want to impress me. I don't want to ruin it. I want to find the exact wording because I was laughing so hard. There we go. If you're trying to impress me with your card, it better be a food truck. <laughs> you don't remember that? I swear I sent that oh, to you. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Hashtag social fatties. There you go. All right. So, Donna, why don't you tell everybody about your favorite story this week? I'm not opening the article back up. So if you have any technical information you'd like to share, you're going to have to read it because I'm not doing that to myself. So earlier this week, Jamie texts me, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like what? And he goes, have you seen this yet? Incoming link. I clicked on it and it was just slightly baffling and slightly frustrating and slightly terrifying all in one. So there are idiots out in Tokyo, Disneyland, who are going to the park with lifelike creepy moo baby dolls and pretending that said creepy doll is alive so that way they can get more purchases done because it's you know per person max to then turn around and resell it and the idiots are taking pictures of the dolls in the stores oh man there's so i mean there's a couple of things specifically in the image that that is circulating around the second image where the baby is i mean the baby stand i i'm saying the baby like it's an actual person the doll <laughs> like they position it in a way where it's legitimately standing on its own because when they have the resellers put them in strollers and and, and tried to fake their way through that they eventually got busted but the second picture that's posted i mean if Babies could have a hangover from milk. This is what this, I mean, baby's got, you know, his milk gut sticking out. It is the funniest picture. And I have to say, the dolls, if you aren't looking at the doll, and, and it's like a casual glance, it would pass. It's pretty realistic looking. Well, I mean, you think it would have to be for this to be able to be even doable. How sick is it that this is the level that that we've gotten to, you know, in terms of eBay resellers and things like that? Uh, I was talking with one of one of the one of our friends of the podcast, um, and he was talking about how there's really no, you know, dead season anymore. And I said, you know, I totally agree. When we first moved down here, ten and a half years ago now, like there were times that we could go over you know, when Andrew got home from school and go over to the parks and it felt like we had the parks to ourselves, you know, walk on to Space Mountain, walk on to Buzz Lightyear, you know, do everything in Tomorrowland in two hours and see the fireworks and come home and, you know, would have had a great night. And granted, that wasn't the era of Fast Pass. So, you know, you could have been using Fast Pass and things like that. Um, but it was just, it was just so different then. And he surmises, and I don't know that this is wrong, um, that social media and everything that that has become, I don't mean to say ruined it because that sounds terrible, but, you know, really called to light that there were times of the year that were that dead 
And that's when people started booking the trips, you know, oh, we're going to go down, you know, the last week of January because it's empty then. Well, guess what? The last week of January is now slammed. Um, And, you know, summertime, which always had been the busiest season at Walt Disney World, is now one of the slower times at Walt Disney World. Um, So it's just kind of interesting, you know, what he was saying about, you know, what social media has done to Disney Disney World, I can't say Disney Parks, Disney World specifically. And I think the same piece can be almost blamed for what's going on with the crazy merchandise stuff. If people didn't put out there that all this merchandise was only available at this store, there wouldn't be such a crazy, ridiculous demand for it. And people wouldn't be bringing a freaking dressed up doll to a park in order to buy something. It's psycho. I love that it has a vest. I mean, my God, this baby is so dressed up, I don't even know what to say. Andrew's pissing himself laughing, too. So maybe boys find this more amusing than than I do. I don't know. Oh, I think it's hysterical. I I really do. I mean, it's sick, but, I mean, people are always going to try and get ahead. So until, I guess, they get, um, you know, captured. I want to know what merch uh, Sharpie and his boys purchased. Oh, I'm sure a lot. I, was, <laughs> I mean, granted, you're not there a ton of time. Um, but speaking of capturing, capturing your moment or capture your moment, private photo pass sessions coming to Fantasyland in Magic Kingdom. The capture your moment private photo pass sessions um, that we've talked about before on the podcast it is a 20 minute personalized photo session. Um, on uh, the, the one that launched um, in Magic Kingdom, you can do it Main Street and around Cinderella. However, beginning May 1st, you can have uh, a photo session in Fantasyland. So everybody can have their favorite pizza joint in the background. Oh, stop it. <laughs> um, so it looks like at uh, Hub Time Creative Photo Probe Capture locations, which include the backside of Cinderella. I guess that's like the backside of water. Prince Charming, Regal Carousel, Rapunzel's Tower, Prince Eric's Castle, Storybook Circus, Belle and Maurice's Cottage, Outside the Beast Castle, Around Mad Tea Party, and other locations um, around Fantasyland. Jamie, this is one of the things for me that, like, I just, I think it's so super cool. But I almost hate that the only way you're able to do those things is by paying for that special Capture Your Moment photo session. I would like to see PhotoPass photographers available at all of those different cool locations that you named for everyone who has paid for Memory Maker or us annual pass holders who have it as an add-on to our annual pass to take those photos. I almost feel like the more of these sessions that they're they're putting out there, the less, I don't want to say cool spots, that's not the right word, but the less sort of interesting, unique spots that, that, regular photo photographers will be and that's a shame i'm not going to disagree i'm going to give a very different perspective i think and this would be in the in the um pro session i guess you could say um uh, uh you know, box um i seriously dislike getting in a in a regular photo pass line and people think it's a private photo shoot like, I, it drives me crazy. They want to take 75 different pictures. Okay, one more person get in. Okay, now you get out. And there's a line of 15 or 20 people. I, I just, I don't like when people do that because it's so entitled that I, I just have a major issue with it that I'd rather pay for the private 20-minute session and get all the pictures that I want. Because I, I just, that is one thing that drives me up a wall. Andrew's Andrew's uh yeah Andrew's agreeing with you he's giving a very specific example of a time that we saw exactly what you were saying that like oh first the daughter now mom and daughter now grandma and daughter now grandma and mom and blah blah blah, blah and that that was you know, yeah um I don't know I just at the price point that it started at Jamie okay but this sucker just keeps climbing and it's going to continue to keep climbing what is the it more that it's 79 ha look again And Andrew just yelled. Oh, that was really loud. <laughs> Ninety nine. Yeah, I forget what we paid. Sixty nine. 
So, yeah, I think that's what it was. You're right. It was. Yeah. It may, I think the problem is if they jumped the price, if they gave it like an extra 10 minutes, I think that would have been a better move than just jacking up the cost $20. Cause it's not going to cost them $20 to add on 10 minutes. That, that doesn't make sense. Um, I think that would have been a little bit more palatable. Yeah. And I don't think it's done there. I think that as, as this continues to sell out, this the price will continue to rise. I booked to capture your moment. Uh, it's a specific one that can only be booked for guests at Star Cruiser. Did I tell you the story ever? I'm not sure. <laughs> so when I booked it for my clients, it was the I think it, at that point in time, Jamie, I want to say for some reason 79's in my head. So let's let's call it 79 just for argument's sake, even if it wasn't. By the time they had their voyage on Star Cruiser, do you know what that price was advanced to? 129 $249. Because they realized that people had paid so much money to stay on Star Cruiser that they would be willing to pay exorbitant amounts of money to have a private photo session on it. Fortunately, much like when they upped the prices of the Saber and Droid builds, they honored the price that my clients had um, pay or, you know, locked, locked in at, I guess would be a way to say it. Um, but yeah, I, I could not believe that increase. Yeah. That's, that's dirty. Well, busy. Yeah. Not as dirty as eating on a trash can, but it's close to it. <laughs> is that your kick over to me? It is. All right. To wrap up our stories for this week, Epcot International Food and Wine Festival will be beginning July 27th. Hold, please. I don't have the date that I wrote down. I'm literally going to my calendar. That's correct. Oh, hello. I'm in the wrong year. It's not 2024 yet, Donna. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, it's been one of those days. No, all right, I did write it down correctly. I don't know why I thought in my pee brain it wasn't. So July, was it earlier last year, Jim? Yes, about two, actually it was right around. A little right after, after the fourth, July right? Fourth, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that was, was maybe that's what was in my pee brain. Um, so in any case, we'll begin July 27th and run through November 18th. Um, when Jamie and I were talking about this via text message, I still think it's way too early. Um, I always considered, you know, Food and Wine Festival is the fall festival. I don't consider it the summer into fall. And Disney's kind of skirting around that by having like, oh, early festival, these are some booths. Late festival, these are some booths coming later. Um, so it's almost like several festivals within one festival. Um, show me the festival at Epcot. It can never just be Epcot. But in any uh, case, this is going to be uh, presented by Corksicle and have over 25 global marketplaces, including returning favorites like the Fry Basket, Flavors from Fire, Canada, India, and Spain. And new global marketplaces will open later during the festival. Uh, a Meals Fromage Montage is the tasty cheese dishes around the world. Remy's Ratatouille Hide and Squeak is Jamie's favorite. Uh, all you... Uh, all ages searching around World Showcase for Remy. And of course, Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit um, is going to be a very special scavenger hunt from September 29th through October 31st. Jamie, why don't I let you talk on that one? Because I know you're like ridiculously excited. You, I'm sorry, the pumpkin. I, I was reading the, I don't remember this cheese thing. I don't think we did that last year when we were there. And I'm, that's something, maybe Val, Val really got into uh, doing the... Um, the cookie stroll? That's because Val would never poop if she ate all that cheese. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Fun way to try. Yeah, I don't know where we did. Yeah, we haven't done that. I, for some reason, I thought it was new, but I don't remember that. But anyway, um, yeah, I love all of these um, hide-and-seeks that they do. Um, and the Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit they originally did out in Disneyland. And I think, actually, Donna, was in the downtown Disney area. It wasn't in either of the parks. Correct. Um, so the fact that that's coming over here to Epcot um, from September 29th through um, Halloween, I think is super, super cool. I imagine this is going to be in addition to the hide and squeak. I don't think the hide and squeak is going away. 
Um, at least if they keep it what they did for um, Flower and Garden, with which also had the ability to search for the Easter eggs, they did. You know, they were both available at the same time. Yeah, I, I think that's awesome. I love these things. Um, we know just something fun extra to do that is not an unreasonable cost. I, you know, I agree. Though, I will give yeah. you that. And you know what? There are prizes. I, I think in the when they first kind of kicked it off, it was really good and then they got cheaper and i think they've really gotten better um over the last couple of years like we use some of the cups that um they've had with these hide and seeks and things like that regularly like i really like um you know what you do and i also really like that they changed that you can redeem it when you buy it whether or not you finish the the scavenger hunt or not i think is was a really good move on disney's part and sometimes we don't give them credit for that that is a welcome change. Um, you mean like what I do every single time? I literally never walk around and look for the stupid thing. Yeah, but you're a curmudgeon, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's me. Uh, and also the Eat to the Beat concert series, of course, will be returning, which is, you know, always so, so super fun. All right, Donna, close your eyes. What year did Epcot International Food and Wine Festival begin? <laughs> And like 90... a child, instead of Donna closing her eyes, she put her hand over her eyes. I did. 90. Gosh. I'd say we were 10, maybe 95, 96. 95. 1995. First year of the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. I get zero credit for that? That's impressive. That's Because that's, I wouldn't have gotten that. Um, it's been around we... a long time, Jamie. We're getting old. Yeah. Well, in fairness, though, we I never we always went in, over the summer, so okay. I never would have done any of this. I don't even remember my first first food and wine was probably like like a twenty thirteen somewhere around there. I think the first time that we did Andrew help me remember was it when we came down for mom's birthday the year after we got married. We came down over because we had Columbus Day off teaching in the Philadelphia area. So we went down over my mom's birthday, which um, is October 13th. So we went, like, I think we took, like, a day or two off of work, and we had, you know, Columbus Day off, too. So I think we did, like, a Thursday to Monday or something like that, and that was our first time at the festival, which would have been 2011. Cool. Yeah. No, it's awesome. It, it's not of the, you know, four that they have, probably not not my favorite anymore. Um but, you know, to Donna's point about it starting July 27th, that doesn't bother me as much. The only reason that it would is if it, A, either took away a festival or replaced an idea that they had for something. Because I, I don't, I mean, you know, whatever you want to call it, Diet Epcot, where there's not a festival going on. You know, it, it's fine. I just, why not have something else? They should call it Festival of the Sun because it's Service of the Sun hot. I mean, what? Oh, you know what? Let's run with this for a minute, Donna. Yes. All, hold on. All of the food items should have buffalo sauce on them. I mean, not necessarily buffalo, but something spicy, right? Something spicy, yeah. Or shaped. Okay, so it has to be spicy or shaped like the sun. Oh, I was gonna say Orange Bird. No, he. We would have to have a better mascot because the Orange Bird doesn't make sense. Hmm. I'll have to think. Ah, uh, Simba. That. Simba. His mane can look like the the sun. Yeah, that could work. Although some, Simba's not really in the park. Andrew just said Maleficent Dragon, blowing fire. Maleficent Dragon. <laughs> 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 Hades, Hades, Andrew said Hades. Hades would be a good one, or uh, and I was also thinking you could have shirts that emphasize like Rome burning. <laughs> we'll call it the Soul Festival. Sure. So, all right. Nevertheless, Donna, always fun in housekeeping. Let's go ahead and take a quick break and celebrate my birthday. Always. <laughs> all right all right donna and we are back to discuss one of your favorite topics me the only reason i will let that pass is because today is actually your birthday 
This this is true. I just came up with that line too, like as I was calling in. I'm like, what would be a good kind of thing to start off? Well, you had a moo eating grin on your face, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you must know when something's coming. I perhaps I should like, you know, get one of those uh, privacy blockers on the webcam. <laughs> so. All right, so for those who might not have heard the episode a couple months ago, Jamie planned out my birthday celebration. So several years ago, to have a little bit of fun, we did an unbirthday where we tortured the crap out of each other. This time around, we did it fairly legit, planning what we thought would be a fun birthday for the other one. So it might include some meals, some part time. It might be a hotel of, of the other person's, you know, to fit to fit their fancy um so i think i planned a pretty good day for you jamie are you ready super excited so i will say i think you're a better sport about getting up early than i am because for your birthday i'm going to make you get up really really early and be over at one of the disney golf courses by 7 a.m do you want to know why do i have a round you are actually going to do what they call the sunrise nine have you ever heard of this one I read up on it, but not, you know, uh, intimately familiar. All right. Fair enough. So Disney offers both sunrise and sunset nine hole um, opportunities. So it's nine holes of one of their championship golf courses. Uh, it is the golf cart. So you don't have to walk. Your little tootsies will be preserved, Jamie. And during the sunrise nine, you get a breakfast sandwich of your choice. Uh, you can get coffee, orange juice, or water. And afterwards, you get either an additional soft drink or domestic beer. Huh. Interesting. And that's at, I mean, it's at not awful. either the, the 18 courses, great? Uh, or actually you can do um, Oak Trail as well, all three of them. Okay. Cool. So figure yeah. that's about 2, 2.15, 2 hours, 15 minutes, something like that. I figured if you got there around seven, you'd probably have the breakfast sandwich first. I figured you'd hopefully be <laughs> Andrew, Andrew's laughing going, it's Disney, it'll be five hours. <laughs> I figured you'd be done around eleven, is what I was thinking. Okay. Like a four a full four hours machine when you were were moving, when you finished the the nine holes, you had your breakfast sandwich, had your beer afterwards. Oh right. I forgot the beer afterwards. Yeah. So you have to you have to have time for this. So then you're gonna head back to your hotel room, which is obviously already available because it's your birthday. Why, of course. And you're going to be staying at the cabins at Copper Creek because uh, it's your birthday. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny because in my head, you know, right before we started, I'm like, all right, what would Donna have picked? I'm like, all right, it's definitely Copper Creek. Even I didn't think of the cabins. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is, in my head as I was planning the day, I'm literally thinking about next weekend when you're actually going to be here for your birthday and Andrew's birthday to mess around and do your birthday things. Um, for our listeners who might not know, Jamie is the 16th, Andrew's the 18th. So they always have their, their fun birthday dates or they try to. And in my head, I'm picturing like you and Andrew staying in the cabin. I mean, we would definitely have to hot tub together, right? <laughs> Well, don't you worry, because right here on my list is head back to your hotel room with the cabin at Copper Creek, enjoy a quick dip in the hot tub, while thousands of your closest friends go by on the most magic kingdom. <laughs> See, that would not bother me in the least. Totally would not care. I'm in love with those cabins. I have to stay there sometime soon. So you and Andrew can sit in the hot tub and wave. Andrew just literally said, I'll sit there and wave with Jamie. <laughs> I feel like we would need some sort of drink, though. Like, I, I don't know. If it, I'm Well, if we're coming off the golf high, maybe a transfusion or two. <laughs> uh, so after your dip in the hot tub, you and Andrew could shower in the plethora of different bathrooms. And, uh, and we don't get have to shower together. Good. No, you don't. You're good. And then you head to your next destination. So where do you think your next destination might be? <sighs> I think it's going to be a park. I'm going to say, uh, I'm almost torn in between Typhoon Lagoon and Hollywood Studios. I'm going to say Hollywood Studios. So initially, truthfully, I did put down Hollywood Studios and Andrew was ragging on me that I should have left it because that's, you, you make so many comments about how much you love Hollywood Studios. I get it. But in order to incorporate more things that I think you would enjoy, I went Epcot. 
Interesting. Okay. It when you were leading up to that, I thought you were going would have uh, branched to like a Magic Kingdom, but interesting that you said Epcot. So go ahead. So I put you at Epcot based on our timeline of hot tubbing, <laughs> showering, and general screwing around. <laughs> I, I love that you can make anything a verb if you just end ing like hot tubbing is now a yep verb. it is uh, i put you at epcot around 1 p.m would we agree on that sure okay so you arrive at epcot around 1 p.m the first thing you do james is you go and you buy whatever map is currently available for the hunt around world showcase because oh. you love that so freaking much i i think they are so cool <laughs> I, and, and Oh, uh, we'll probably talk about this or <laughs> obviously now we're recording out of order, but uh, I would imagine at, during housekeeping, we'll mention how the um, uh, at Halloween this year for food and wine, they're doing um, the Pluto pumpkin hunt or something like that. So cool. I, I just I think they're so, so well done through text message. I could tell how like ridiculously stupidly excited you were about that pluto hunt um because it's done in disneyland but they right. never brought it over here um and the the what is it for food and wine the hide and squeak right because it's with Remy. that's not bad i mean that's a lot of fun too but i think having that extra little halloween because epcot really doesn't do anything for for halloween i think that's a cool little little add-on well, it's like during, you know, the, the Easter season, they had the um, flower and garden one you could do or the Easter egg one you could do. I know. Don't, we can't. I'm so upset where we missed that. You don't know anyone who that time. you don't know anyone who lives here and could have gotten you a map and a little dinky egg toy, do you? Oh, I don't care about the egg toy. I, I love doing those things. I think they're so much fun. But go ahead. So therefore, the first thing you would do when you got to Epcot was buy the dumb map. Yes? So this would be... Are we doing... I guess we're actually doing it around my birthday. So it would be April. So it would be whatever's going on now for Flower and Garden. Correct. Oh, which is that stupid bee thing. All right. We're going we're gonna to say Disney created something new. Or I was there for uh, Easter. Uh, well, I actually got Anthony a really um, decent figment melamine, melamine, melamine. Am I saying that right? The the like nice plastic plates. Oh oh oh! Um, I thought you were talking about that Disney branded uh, Mimo or whatever those things. No are. no 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 no. Um, melamine is I how yeah. I think it's pronounced. Okay, so I got Anthony a figment decent size melamine plate from this year's Flower and Garden search. For um, the Easter egg or for the no. Spike the Bee? The Spike the Bee. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, okay. So in any case, you are going to buy whatever map is currently going on. They, they could even make a special one for your birthday, Jamie. Because again, your birthday, I'm making it up. So you're going to get your map. You're going to do you know your loop around world showcase. You're going to have super duper fun. And you're going to get your little prize. Yay, 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 Jamie. Happy birthday. Woo. You're also going to have dinner while you're looping around world showcase at about 5, 530 at Via Napoli where you will enjoy quattro formaggi and a pitcher of <laughs> sangria. sangria. <laughs> uh, all the while laughing at how bad the service is. Oh, stop. It, it, no, it's bad in a, in a charming way. Like it's super funny. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Why. But now that the, now that the international cast members are back, maybe it'll be back to where it was prior. Isn't that where they dumped half your sangria on the floor when they were the Italian servers? Was yeah, it an Italian how... server who did that? Yeah. I guess with how long ago it was. My God, you know what? I, that may have been pre-Anthony. Probably. Yeah, I, I'm almost 100% sure it was. But nevertheless, yeah, that's a great... I mean, I, I love Viennapoli. Um, solid home run. Quattro Formaggi's amazing. And their pitcher of sangria was always really good. No, I have no <laughs> issues with that. And of course, you could have snacked between, you know, your arrival and that point because you won't have had a, a lunch at that point. So you could enjoy your little snacks. Maybe you and Andrew would even get some uh, some quick service at um, uh, Ketsora Grill. Yep, good choice. I also, I love Teppanito, too. I know that wasn't your favorite. Um, when we went I there, mean, we've only I been there once. Yeah, we've only been there once. And your poor dad with the 
the guacamole that wasn't. Yeah, the the um, wasabi. Yeah. yeah. I can hear her laughing right now <laughs> as this recording is going on as she listens to it. But yeah, um, I love that place. I think you guys genuinely should give it another chance at some point. That was also the day that we came out and it was like dumping rain, like sheets of rain. You're right. And we obviously had to go all the way back onto our car on the literally other side of the World Showcase and then out. Well, not to hijack your, your planning for me, but since you did mention the snacks... And it's, you know, clearly going to be Flower and Garden. I want to make a, a shout out to uh, Japan for the Frushi, because I would be picking that up. <laughs> so that means you're getting Frushi on, on a Saturday then? Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> I just, the, the most annoying thing about that is I have to walk all the way through World Showcase and, you know, World Celebration to get there. But I'm going to do it. There you go. May have to get two all orders. Right. Yeah, well, yes. Um, okay, so let's see. We've done that, we've done that. Okay, so you can experience some of your favorite attractions, including Test Track, Soren, and Living with the Land. All solid. Thank I you. Love living with the Land. So good. So, you know, intersperse some attractions within the, the dining and the walking and the mapping. And then around 7 o'clock, Jamie, you're not done for the night. You're going to do something different. Are you ready to move on? Okay. You and Andrew are going to go to H2O Glow at Typhoon Lagoon. Oh, that's a good choice. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, so that, you, that's get awesome. to, you get to head over. I see it's again, it's funny. Like when in my head I was planning, I was like, okay, if I send him to Epcot, then I'll do after hours at studios. Because, like, okay, you know, they're super close. Jamie loves that walk. Because I'm thinking, like, what does Jamie always talk about? That stupid walk between <laughs> Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So I was like, I'm going to have him do that walk. But then I was like, no. Because as much as I really think you would enjoy that after hours event at studios, I think that H2O Glow just brings a different level. Um, something I talk to my clients about all the time when they ask about the after hours events is they're all cool. Like it's cool to be in the parks after hours with lower crowds and, you know, different food offerings and, and things like that. But to be at a water park at night with lights on, it's just like, to me at least, it brings it up, you know, an additional level. No, I totally agree. And, and Val and I went before it had the after hours tag. It was just H2O flow. I think it was the first year that they actually did it. it it's, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Lagoon's a great park. Um, that's something I wouldn't wouldn't have thought of, mainly because it doesn't exist in April. But <laughs> you know, whatever. Stretching reality. It's all good. Well, in my head, I'm like, do I totally cheat and say like, oh, it's a DVC event at Typhoon Lagoon? But honestly, sometimes they are so slammed that the paying for H2O Glow, um, you know, ends up being worth it. Andrew is tapping his head and saying he wants to say something. Hold, please. What about it? Oh, my God. <laughs> Andrew said, did you hear this? I'm just, is that how Andrew asked for permission to speak? He has to tap his head? Is right. That how it works in your house? <laughs> He's literally going, do, 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 do. <laughs> um, He said, since we're making it up and we make our own rules, we can fabricate lights and you can have uh, after hours at Blizzard Beach. <laughs> Ah, yeah, I'm trying to think, trying to think if I'm going to be there with Andrew, I want to be as close as possible. So I'm trying to think of how many attractions in Typhoon Lagoon, you know, I could be in between his legs. I just like crushing Gusher, trying to think of what other team body slides they have. Maybe a couple. (laughs) Poor Ashley when she hears this. (laughs) Poor Val, if she ever listens. This will be like a year when she listens. Yeah, I was going to say she won't be caught up for a while. We won't be in trouble for a solid six months. <laughs> that's true. So, no, I love it. I think that's fantastic. And then, of course, at the end of the evening, you go back to your cabin. If you haven't had enough of water, you can take another dip in your hot tub. You can enjoy the beautiful view and the horns of the boats going by. And then you can go to sleep. I got to light the fire, though. That's one thing I'd have to do, even if it's, you know, 95 degrees outside. So should we add that you and Andrew can make s'mores when you get back? (sighs) Grill your marshmallows over the fire? Sure. 
Because I guess we're also bending the rules that it's an open flame. <laughs> why not? <laughs> oh my god. No, oh, fantastic. I, I can't say I disagree with anything. You surprised me a little bit with um, Via Napoli. I, I, I thought you would have gone... I don't know, maybe like a Lacellier, like a steak kind of thing, or the Teppanito. Um, but I mean, the, the the pizza there is so solid, I could care less. But yeah, no, I don't disagree with anything, and I'm borderline disappointed and sad that it's just a dream. Seeing <laughs> <laughs> that you're doing half of one of those things, well, I guess yeah. you're playing a good amount of golf. Yeah. That's true. How did you happen to price out? I, I was going to ask you that when we were talking about it. We we got off track. Um, how much that um, nine holes or, or or the before nine thing was? I think it's seasonal. Let me okay. see if I can pull. I, I have it. Up. Spot, no, no, no. That's okay. Trying to get back. All right. So I have that site back up. I think it said seasonal. Let me say, Jamie, it's loading. Okay. And, and you said it's nine holes or just before nine? Uh, nine holes. Okay, that's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure. Did you pick a course? I did not. I figured that you boys would want to uh, figure that out on your own. Although, right now, Magnolia is closed, so it would have to be the Palm, uh, the palm or um, God help me. Yeah. I liked LBV when when Andrew and I played. I, I really enjoyed that course. Although I don't think is Magnolia. I thought it was Andrew just, just Andrew just corrected me. Half of Magnolia is open. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't think it was fully down, but no, that's that's I'll say a pretty good day. Let's see. I'm scrolling. Participating locations: uh, LBV, Magnolia, or Palm. Oh, so no, I thought it was um, what call it? It's not the walking course. Okay, oh, how sure. to book? Click here to book online. I wonder. You're about to leave the Disney website. <laughs> that's really ironic, and I love it so much. Well, that's all right. The booking will work then. <laughs> that's so sad and so true. What's <laughs> funny? Because oh, okay, so let's see. Pop-ups galore. Um. It's talking about the Magnolia Reimagination Project. I'm scrolling, looking for the nine. See, I actually asked you to do this so you'd get spammed in, you know, various coupons that you can't resist. And her junior programs at Walt Disney World Golf. I got a who? Exclusive merch. Become a member of the Players Club. I don't see it listed. I wonder if you got to call it in. Okay, no, I was just curious. I mean. Not that a budget would matter on my birthday. So There we go. Specials. The only special that's popping up is, I shouldn't say only, the one that's popping up first is Sunset 9. Sunset 9, as opposed mm. to Sunrise. That would mess up my plans, Jamie. Yeah. All right. The Sunset 9 would be for this time of year after 5.30 p.m. Um, it says, play during our Sunset 9 promotional hours for a quick nine holes before dusk and enjoy a couple of drinks to unwind on us. Tee off after the access times list as listed below at Disney's Lake Buena Vista, Disney's Magnolia, and Disney's Palm, or Disney's Oak Trail Golf Course. Interesting. And pay as low as $39 plus tax. You can get a golf cart um, and two pre-round beverages, domestic beer or soft drink. Hmm. That's not a bad deal. I mean, no, I don't. I I think it could be worse for sure. Yeah, no, I I would think so. One one quick question before we kind of wrap up: um, If Blizzard Beach had lights, which would you rather have an after hours event at? Um, because it is somewhat surprising they didn't light it because Typhoon Lagoon came first. Right. I don't know. I still may lean into um, Typhoon Lagoon, I think. Yeah, I don't think I would disagree. And really quickly, just for funsies, um, I looked for Saturday for the Sunset uh, 9 deal. It's $59 at Magnolia, $55 at LBV for nine holes. That's 
grotesque. Yeah. I mean, my God, 55, even for Disney, that's bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I know it includes like two beers, but come on. Well, I mean, Disney, that beers might be $20. <laughs> Although I, you know what? No, I have to be fair to Disney with that. Their beer prices are actually cheaper than Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. But I guess that does include a cart. Yeah, but I usually price everything with a cart anyways. I don't know. The the fifty five the thirty nine I think is, is tolerable. But, oh yeah, no, thirty nine I don't think's awful, but I mean fifty nine dollars, woof. Yeah, when you get north of when you get north of eh, probably about 40, fifty. Forty to forty five for nine holes seems a little wild. Yeah, because you extrapolate that over eighteen, obviously it becomes, you know, ninety, a hundred. Which is what this is pricing. Yeah. That's weird. So. That's why you're not playing 18 holes at a Disney course. That's, that's why we're not doing that. Yeah. I love I love the Disney course. I think it was you guys good. are playing at Orange County, right? I assume. Well, that's cool because that's where the Live Golf event just was, Jamie. That is true. Are you actually playing that course or are you playing on the other side? Oh, of course. Of course we're playing Panther Lake. Why would we play Cricket Oh, Cricket Cat? Why would we play Panther Lake? I like Cricket Cat so much more. My name is Andrew. Also, we want Jamie to make his flight. So we can't play the Disney course. True. Andrew said also Jamie needs to make his flight home so we can't play the Disney course. Yeah. It's Sunday night. You don't have time for a seven hour round. <laughs> That's funny. So all right, Donna, you want to wrap it up? Uh, yeah, did did we ever confirm what we're recording next week? Are we going with my idea that I texted you that you ignored? Yes, this way you can remind me what it actually was. Awesome. Cool. Happy birthday, Turdball. Uh, so, uh, next week we are going to be revisiting the Crystal Ball because no, a lot has... a terrible idea. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Keep it up. Uh <laughs> Because, A, I think it'd be really fun to argue face-to-face in person instead of over the screen. So that's mm. always fun. Um, and, B, it's been a good long while since we've done it last. And a lot of news has come as far as updates go. And there's still several things that I think we could either make um, new predictions on or, um, you know, add in a couple of, of things uh, there as well. So Crystal Ball, it is next week. Jamie, you've now committed. So have fun doing that prep prior to packing your bag. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Happy birthday to Jamie. Happy birthday to Andrew. We hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>